Welcome everyone, this is PlantTherapy.Live coming at you this week and live from Nova Scotia, Canada. My name is Ray. And I'm Pache. And welcome to everyone joining us tonight, both live and recorded. Head on over to Facebook and search Plant Therapy Live and go ahead and smash that like button for us and to all you beginner growers be sure to go back and listen to season one lots of good stuff there but the key here is just to go to planttherapy.live because it's all there it's all fresh and it's all for you you get it all at planttherapy.live paging mr pache paging mr pache you yes, here sir all right how's it, how's it going over there <clears throat> It is going really, really well. Um, it's been some up and down battles, but we will be getting into that during the update. Um, but you know, I'm glad to be here. You, uh, you, you keep making sure that I'm I'm back each week, and I uh, <laughs> I thank you for it. Uh, that music, that intro music, it's starting to really uh, get into my uh, get into my soul a little bit. I uh, I couldn't help but groove a bit. All right, I love it. That's awesome. Uh, how are you feeling about adding more uh, countries to our listener base, which has been oh, growing so quick? Dude, so listen to this. We added New Zealand, Austria, Bulgaria, Mexico, Hong Kong, and Spain. This is crazy. Like, if we start, if we get many more, I'm going to want all the countries. I'm going to want us to be <laughs> everywhere. Like this is wild. I, I never thought this would get out of Nova Scotia, and then so it's kind of crazy. Awesome. And uh, uh, I'm also added um, Apple Podcasts to our distribution list. So it's official. We are everywhere you find podcasts. Yes, sir. That's awesome. And you know what a mission that was, right? That was a huge mission uh, on the back end. Try to get that uh, taken care of. Uh, it was literally, oh, geez, two months, two and a half months because I don't own an Apple device. So to actually get connected with it uh, in the end is amazing. So I feel so You mean Apple good. was difficult to deal with? Yes, 100%. I'm sure wow. if you... I am sure if you're an Apple user and you already have an <laughs> Apple ID, then that was no problem for you whatsoever. But for somebody that is an Android user, um, they made the process quite difficult. Or Windows user, <laughs> uh, I had limitations to the OS I was using, so it just it was a it was a good old fashioned shit show. Um, but now we are we are there so it's awesome and maybe that's been driving some of our most recent uh success so we'll see but however you got here either by chance or by finding us on facebook and stumbling upon that big bag of nugs uh whether you've seen our posts on facebook or seen us pop up on your favorite podcasting site thank you so much uh, for being a passionate part of the cannabis community and uh, becoming part of our listener base. And, you know, together we will figure out everything when it comes to cannabis and home growing. And, of course, now that you found us, you're part of our cannabis army. And attention, here is your first mission. And everybody else in the cannabis army already, listen up. Uh, you know, now is the point where we want to reach out and tell a friend. 
you know, tell another friend that you know that grows. Stop by and check out our podcast, and let's get as big as we can. Pache, red alert, we actually had 171 downloads in one day, which was really big for us, and uh, things have gotten wild for us this week uh, completely. So, again, thank you from the bottom of my heart to uh, all of our listeners, eh, Pache? Dude, that is so crazy. So just to put this, this into perspective for our listeners, um, you know, 15 to 20 a day, you know, that's, you know, that's a, a nice average day. So I, I think our, our previous record was in, in the high 50s. Mm-hmm. And, and and I remember Ray was like, dude, I think we're going to break 100 in one day. <laughs> and then, dude, like, this this isn't stopping. Like, what, yeah. what, what happened? What did you do? And, yeah, so then it crossed 150 and... Oh, man. So thank you to right. all of our listeners. Thank you so much. You know, so and all these new spots popping up on the maps. So it's awesome. You know, thank you to everybody joining us. And tonight we're going to finish our sift through the shit. We're wrapping up the shit sifting episodes. Tonight we continue our bro science episode from last week. So if you haven't heard it yet, uh, stop now and come back after you do. I have a question for you, Pache. Yes, sir. Will you buy me some LED flowering lights for Christmas? Something from like <laughs> mm, Mars Hydro or Spider Farmer? I've been looking at all the pics online of all the people posting their successful grows, and I'm getting jelly, buddy. Well, I you know I I can talk a little bit about either one because they're the only two lights that I have. Um, but which one would you want if uh, if Santa was to bring you a light? Well, well, I know you're using both the Mars Hydro and the Spider Farmer side by side. Do you have, like, are you satisfied with both? Um, so far, yes. Um, so I have both. Uh, one covers uh, a larger uh, flowering um, footprint, and so that's mm-hmm. my flowering light, and the uh, that's the Spider Farmer, and then the Mars Hydro I use as, uh, and this is the reasons I bought it. I bought the Mars Hydro um, for my veg tent. However, um, things got a little out of hand, and I wasn't really paying attention during the grow, and I missed my time to flip, um, to flip to the flowering cycle. And so I, I was going to run out of room, like you, uh, like you said. So I uh-huh. had to turn my veg tent, which wasn't being used at all because um, I'm at my limit for uh, for growing plants. And uh, so I had to move one of my, my, my smallest plant, actually, out of my 5x5 um, and into the 3x3, three three, and that's where my Mars Hydro is sitting. And so this is really the first time I'm going to be using my Mars Hydro for 1,000. Flowering. For flowering, exactly. So it's, uh, it's exciting. So far, so good. Uh, we are three weeks into flowering. And, um, yeah, I... Uh, I don't know which one I would go with. Right now, I think I'm leaning towards the spider farmer. Um, but, you know, I, I see good things with the Mars Hydro. They are sort of top You're just looking class. at the one. You're just looking at the, the, the 1,000, though, right? The one model. Yes, that's I've correct. Been looking at, I've been looking at all the other products, right? So um, mm. I'll get a shopping list together for next week. How does that sound? Perfect, perfect for a, for <laughs> we'll, a Christmas uh, show. Sounds good. yeah, absolutely right. So, um, but uh, right now, I do want to hear how you're making out this week, Pache. How's it going? 
Okay, so for those of us on YouTube, I'm bringing up my faithful, good old, reliable spreadsheet. And I am just completing my third week of flowering, and today is pruning day. So, as Ray uh, taught me, you prune on day 21, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ray, but uh, around day 40? Yeah. Perfect. So, I've just been waiting for three weeks, the, um, the first three weeks of flowering, so the plants have sort of pretty much stopped growing up and are just growing thick now. And uh, so, I took a lot off the bottom. Everything below the net um, is gone. And it took forever. Um, it was a lot of work, but it looks so good now. And now I just have to wait for the plant to recover. Um, and I am going to start adding some CO2. And, you know, when you sent me the picture, I'm not going to lie, I felt like you were showing off again. <laughs> like, your buds are really starting nice, man, and stacking nice and early you show off. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I don't feel like I should take credit because I'm just following the recipe of others. Um, I'm not really doing anything, I, I, you know, on my own, I feel like. You know what I mean? Um, and as long as I don't stray from the magic recipe, the magic should happen. Those buds should get nice, tall, thick, stacked, juicy. Oh, my God, gotcha. I can't wait. Shows you got a good amount of common sense, and you know how to do your research as well, right? Um, some people get caught in the shit, though. So oh, we'll and, and listen, I, I, it's been a bit of a, a rough week too um, with the pests. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm just looking at my uh, my journal here. So I ran in at the beginning of the grow. I ran into gnats, and then spiders, and then the spiders came back, and I've been fighting them. Um, so I've been making some headway there. Uh, I haven't really seen any spiders lately, and I haven't seen any new webbing. But then I found some aphids. Man, I saw some... Can't catch a break, eh, this time around? Oh, man. You know, and, and I thought the purple kush was supposed to be a little bit more resilient to pests, but um, I, I'm, I feel like I'm getting it all. And I saw them sort of crawling around, um, these little white dots sort of crawling around in the soil. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is that? So, you know, I, I sent you the photos, and uh, you're like, dude, like, listen very closely. This is what you have to do. <laughs> <clears throat> and I was like, oh, no. He, he, he started out with a listen very closely. The only way it could have been worse if you used my full name. Mm -hmm. So That's hilarious. And, you know, you <sighs> caught me right at the right time. I just happened to look at my phone during work hours, right? And uh, happened to just grab you right at the right time. Oh, well, I, I'm lucky because, you know, you said get some uh, water, a little bit of uh, dish detergent and some chili powder, which comes through me, um, you know, and spray uh, spray the soil down. And Now, I don't know if you said to spray the leaves or not, but I didn't just because I'm in flowering. Um, but I went probably about 12 inches up the stalk uh, where there are no other leaves or anything like that. And I sprayed like the stalk down and all around the soil. And I did that uh, a few times. And yeah, you did find one on the leaves too, did you not? I did. Well, in my pruning today, um, I was—I thought this is going to be the opportunity to check as many leaves from all over the plants as I possibly could. Just a um, reminder for our listeners, aphids are born pregnant. So usually aphid 
infestations can get out of control quick. Mm. Yeah, so that, and that's why I'm taking it so seriously um, because, you know, I'm in flowering and, you know, there's only so much time left, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't want to have to deal with um, a pest infestation. So, mm-hmm. which I, I, if I don't do something, I will absolutely be crawling the walls, so to speak. Um, but I've got many layers of defenses and attacks. So, so when you were, so sorry to interrupt, but when you were kind of text texting me, right? I wasn't because you hadn't sent me pictures in a while, and I didn't realize how large the buds were, and I didn't realize they were kind of stacking so nice, right? Mm. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, you're just a week. And you know, took maybe two weeks into flower. So, I was insinu- insinuating to to spray the underside of the leaves. Okay, but so you're just going to have to. But now that I see that your flowers are, are so far along, I, you made the right call by not, you know what I mean, by not doing that. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. And, and so, you know what? You telling but, me that uh, sort of builds my confidence of saying, okay, you know, I don't always need Ray. And, yeah, no, you, you, know? you, you definitely made the right call there. Just keep a close eye, though, because I'd hate mm-hmm. to see that become a thing, right? And then where you did such a nice job pruning and lollipopping, there's, you're not leaving a lot, of, a lot of space for them to go if they are going to be there. So you're forcing them up the plant, right? Yes, that's right. And so, uh, I'm going to be doing a layer of diatomaceous earth i've got my sticky traps that i was using for the the spiders and i'm going to put some of them out for the aphids um yeah so and and i've been looking at all the leaves as i was pruning and i found one uh, out of so many leaves so i i feel like i i was in the the environment enough to catch it early and and i reacted early and I think this is going to make my life a lot easier. And you know, um, you're, you're the perfect cannabis student because <laughs> of all of this, right? Because I think this is a perfect example of what the front line of what true, you know, problem free and get ahead of all these problems, what true good growing looks like, right? Mm-hmm. Is getting ahead of this stuff um, and not falling down and getting susceptible to all these problems and not catching it in time and potentially losing your grow or losing your momentum of your growing plants right due to it so like just i feel like you're always down on the front line and you're ready to go and and you catch a lot of this stuff so kudos to you thanks man i uh, i appreciate that and it's you know you're right if i had have you know waited a few more days or a week before i noticed oh one, you're, you know, you're, you're sort of stressed going, oh, shit, you know, how bad is this? I don't know yet. Um, I'm going to have to start doing those uh, methods and those solutions um, to try to get myself rid of these pests. And, you know, as you're starting your attack, they're entrenched and they're deep in and they're multiplying like crazy and they're spreading across all the plants and, ah, jeez. So... Anyway, uh, I got through the pruning. Um, things are looking good there. I'm going to keep a close eye. Once I get the diatomaceous earth uh, after the show tonight, uh, I think that's going to really put the one-two punch on them. And uh, and then tomorrow I'll uh, I'll water with my cow mag and Max, my monster Max. This is an off uh, feeding for the uh, solution, the nutrient solution. And then tomorrow I'm going to start adding my uh, do-it-yourself uh, carbon dioxide generator. Um, 
And so we're going to start adding that to each of the uh, the two tents and start giving those plants the uh, the carbon dioxide that they need and want and love. And so that's about awesome. me, Ray. What about yourself? I know you've got a lot going on. Oh my, yeah. It's you know th- this is the week, right? That everybody strives for. Um, this is the week that uh, you know your grow comes to an end for me, at least for my personal. Uh, it was harvest week, so we made it to day sixty-three. Uh, man, I, you know, I just I love where we're at right now. I love uh, you know the the success that we're having. I love sharing it with with, with our listeners. Um, I love the time I get to spend with my mom. You know, she's right into this stuff too, which is kind of cool. Um, so we trimmed on the weekend for about eight hours. Uh, (laughs) and I just, I did dip the buds in, in water again. Um, you know, I felt it wasn't really going to hurt anything based upon my experience last time. And just because I was spraying with, uh, you know, pH water and stuff in flowering, I just wanted to give them a dip just to be safe. So, so you, you dipped your buds in, in water? Yeah. Like last time, a little, little bit of a bud wash. That's mm, what they okay. call it. Yeah. So uh, what I found, you know, was basically that nothing got sticky, um, which is really nice. You don't have to stop and clean your scissors. But, uh, you know, I, I figure we got over a pound this time, if, if I'm judging this correctly, just based upon the amount of time that it took us, uh, you know, so... Uh, but the flowering tent, I have four mint chocolate chip in there now, and I'll be putting the uh, the live feed back on Twitch after this show. So that tent's already filled up, um, and I super cropped the plants today to spread out the canopy, right? They were kind of mm-hmm. tall, so get in there and uh, crunch the uh, the stems and, and kind of laid everything down to, f- to, to spread, spread it out. And that's just uh, for people that might not be familiar with the term. Uh, super cropping is somewhat of an advanced technique uh, where you crush the stem with your fingers uh, without breaking it and you know allow that part of the branch to kind of lay down Um, you can damage the plant if you're not careful so research the you know the process so you can see somebody doing it before trying Um, i can't use a scrog Right, so this is the reason why I've chosen to use this method in place of that for now. So, just a couple of points on that. But before I filled the tent, uh, I did my normal cleaning routine, um, cleaned everything with vinegar water. But in the tent, I did with bleach and water, but cleaned out all the buckets. Um, and of course, we're getting it back into seasons here where we could potentially lose power. So, I hooked up my power, um, my battery, and my power inverter, and hook my air pumps to that. Um, So basically, they're running off the inverter and the battery all the time, and the battery's being recharged all the time. Should the power cut out, then they'll still be running off the battery for a period of time. So that's the plan there. It just gives me a little bit of redundancy, and I've talked about that on some of our our other uh, episodes. You know, that's a pro tip. Right, because um, that's a great one too. Because especially with we're right into sort of hurricane season, and mm-hmm. uh, we're about to get 100 to 150 millimeters of rain uh, this week. So they're saying that uh, we're going to be dealing with some power outages. So uh, that's very wise. Mm-hmm. 
anytime you can supplement with a battery backup in in storm zones like that do it it's just gonna you know especially in in dwc right because i mean you can grow in another form of of hydroponics that's not dwc called crack key but um you got to maintain a certain distance between the water and stuff and it can kind of get uh, sensitive and uh if that's out of balance and you lose your power and you don't pay attention to that then you could really lose your crop so that's one of the things that can take you out and that's one of the reasons why um you know we've added some redundancy there just in case you know just in case absolutely man so. I, I love it Yep. Um, and you know, I'll be honest with you, there's guys out there and girls out there that have lots of solar panels and stuff like that. If you have a fancy setup with high capacity, you know, you could literally use multiple batteries to run LED lights for a decent amount of time in a power outage if you had a good enough inverter and, uh, and battery bank. So just kind of throwing that oh, out there. Man, I would love to get there someday. Oh, listen, I got that new microscope you were well, it's new to me. I'm sure it's not new, new, but uh, I ordered that microscope you were nice. telling me about for, uh, you know, I had another one that I was using to check the the, the trikes, but uh, it was a little bit of messing around, just, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't a great process. So um, thank you so much for that hot tip. Uh, what a pleasure this thing was to work with. Uh, nice. Way more, way more powerful than, you know, what I needed it for, but perfect for the job, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. um yeah but uh and i love the pictures that it, that it took and how easy it was to you know i saw the pictures on our uh, facebook page yeah so what do you think man you know me i shoot for basically 90 percent uh cloudy and 10 percent amber i mean am i hitting it oh uh, no? man perfect perfect it was yeah. great it yeah so yeah you know and being able to see it up close uh like that really um makes a big difference validated yeah big difference right big difference you so. feel confident of knowing that i'm harvesting at exactly the right time to get exactly the right uh, effect yeah and so if you want to see what that looks like to any of our listeners go to facebook search plant therapy live click on the big bag of nugs and go ahead and look at our posts and hit the like button we'd love to hear from uh, from you guys there but uh and then of course uh commercially um you know we're getting prepared for harvest and by getting prepared i mean just waiting i guess <laughs> <laughs> because this living soil doesn't uh, doesn't require us to do anything right it's like we're not you know feeding newts or getting doing anything like that it's just a matter of keeping this canopy straight and tight and um that's but, crazy but there's another thing here, right? So I'm looking at the lights the other day, Pache. So I'm going through in in rows three and four, and I'm like, so, you know, so, some of them just don't have the oomph. Um, so I start mm-hmm. getting looking close at these lights, and some of these lights have burnt out diodes, man. And some of them have like twenty diodes per 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 light that are burnt. Oh, like, dude. Oh, I went through all the whole rows and scene. Yeah, and there's other ones that burnt out completely. So we're getting ready to go to war with Aglex. Oh, that's, that's not good. That's A G L E X. On um, for anybody out there listening, these are uh, Aglex lights, and um, these lights are falling apart, and um, this, they're popping this diodes. Is the first row, isn't it? This is uh, might be the second one on it. Popping diodes, burning out. Um, they're dropping like flies. I'm wow. telling you, this this specific model of light is terrible. Now, will they stand behind their product? 
that's the question. I will keep everybody updated when we prepare for this war and uh, and take care of that. So um, there's a lot of money tied up in you know that type of equipment. So uh, I'll be sure to keep everybody uh, up to speed on that. But right now, it's not looking good for Aglex. Mm. And uh, we'll see what happens in the future. But it's time for question of the week. <laughs> I love the trumpets. And what is it, Pache? What's it called? I just harvested my plant. Do I have to kill it or can I save it? So that's no, a what's great the trumpets question. called? What's the trumpets, the trumpets called? I don't remember what the trumpets are called. That was last week. The trumpets of get, get stoneness. Hey, that's pretty good. We should remember that. You're supposed to. <laughs> 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 you crack me up, bud. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Are you recording this? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. You made me laugh. So, sorry, what was the question of the week? Uh, so these are some of the questions that we see uh, on the internet. And uh, so this one is, I just harvested my plant. Do I have to kill it or can I save it? <clears throat> now, when I saw this, uh, the first word that came to my mind was, the fuck? And I'm thinking, what do you mean? I just harvested my plant. Do I, do I need to kill it or can I save it? But then, you know, after sort of thinking about it for a second, it's actually a pretty decent question because I think a lot of us will get to this point in our growing where you find a plant that you feel it's worth saving. Um, you know, it's, it's just so good. And, and this is when you sort of get into that situation where, you know, you want to you want to harvest it, but you want to save it at the same time. So how do you sort of do that, right? Yeah, well, I, I do see this question quite a bit pop up. Um, you can re-veg, you know, quote-unquote re-veg a plant. And re-veg just means, like, putting it back in vegetative growth. So you harvest a ton off it. And then you send it back into a vegetative state? Well, geez, if you harvested a ton, a ton off it, I'd hope you would be. Whew, tons a lot. Mm. Just saying. But, uh, but yeah, you can re-veg a plant, uh, but it, you do need to have uh, the plant still intact, of course, and have uh, some leaf left on the plant, That and leaf that's in good shape. Um, the more leaf that's left in good shape, the quicker it re-veges, or goes back into vegetative growth. Okay. Um, you know, but uh, the way I've done it is basically just left the plant in 24 hours of light until new growth starts. Um, sometimes it can take mm. a long time, like five weeks or four weeks. Oh, really? Um, wow. you know, yeah, in that range. Um, it's been a while since, since I've really had to do it. I've I, I've really learned, though, not to keep the old plant. Um, I clone the new growth that grows on the old plant, if that makes sense. So you'll start to get new growth on the re-veg plant, and okay. then I'll cut that off and clone that. Ah, okay, I see what you mean. Okay. Right. So you, um, you wait until uh, a decent amount of new healthy stuff comes, and then you, you take that as the clone. Yeah, um, okay. exactly. Old plants are the first to get infected with something bad, like spider mites and mm, stuff like that. Mites. Yeah, the only time I ever had spider mites was when I was, um, you know, hanging on to an old plant like this in this situation because it does it does take a while, uh, and the the process is very stressful and variations can happen. Right, if you keep if you hang on to the old plant and grow it again, and it can, I've seen people talk about it herming, you know, the second time around, but. Uh, you know, so just, just keep becoming it. a hermaphrodite, just uh, switching yeah, the sexes. Exactly, because it's so stressful. Right. Um, 
you know, when t- when cutting the clone off of a reveg plant, I have found the harvest uh, the second time around to be very close to the first time. So, okay. just uh, yeah, keep those things uh, in mind, and that's the pretty much the full answer uh, to that question. That's a good one. You know, you see that one kind of pop up uh, quite frequently, and um, uh, kind of been there myself. I think we all get there. Cool. Well, to carry on with our bro size part two, let's go through some more uh, some more of these questions. Mm-hmm. So, how about if you snip an eighth of an inch off a bud tip, it will add weight. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, I've I've seen that one. I I've taken samples from from the plant mm-hmm. to test right under a microscope for maturity. Um, but I've never done it to add because I thought it added weight. Um, I've never tried it. Have you? No, no. Um, (laughs) from everything that I've seen, you know, once you're in like the time to do that sort of thing to, to, to cut off stuff, which is a high stress technique, um, to sort of add weight is, is sort of that, like, for example, the topping technique, um, you know, that makes sense to me, but Mm -hmm. I, I don't know, man, I, I'm not behind this one. Yeah, no, I can't see it working. Uh, I don't see a, a, a lot out there on this one at all, but yeah, there's no. no science on it for sure. Myself, I'd have to debunk that one as well. Cool. Okay, so yeah. what about, um, can you tell the sex before flowering just by the smell? <laughs> this one's pretty funny. Uh, (laughs) it was hard for me to sort of say this one without laughing Uh, at first I thought it was a joke like uh, like, by the smell like Mm -hmm. really be hard to test this one Um, like what kind of snout do you have to have to be able to tell the sex of a plant with your schnoz I've I've grown males that had quite a smell so um, but a lot of plants don't smell a lot yeah, but prior. the plants get together once a week. They play some hockey. They don't wash their their gear bag. <laughs> a lot of plants don't smell a lot be- prior to flower either. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, I can s- probably think that this one might be somebody being silly, showing off. Um, yeah, that would make more sense. You know, maybe he can. If, if anybody can do it, it would be you, Pache. We know <laughs> how much your nose loves the smell of weed, right? Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. Um, can, you, can you tell if it's a female by the smell, Paul? Uh, do you know what? To be honest, I, I've never smelled a, a male plant. So yes, as long as it was different, maybe I would be able to, to, uh, to pick it out. But I've only smelled female plants. Yeah, so I think because it's somebody that's using their sense of smell to gauge if it's a female or a male, it would have to be like a test, like the blind taste test, like by Pepsi or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, I say <laughs> this one's a debunk. Yeah, I can't see that one, you know, haven't, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about feminized seeds are prone to becoming a hermaphrodite? Feminized seeds are prone to becoming hermaphrodites. So, um, have you ever... I know you're big into feminized seeds. I only, I only get feminized seeds. And so far... Have you ever had a hermy from a No, fam? no, never. 
Um, I, now, I, I have heard where feminized seeds can, um, it can happen. Uh, they can become a hermaphrodite, but you have to be really stressing them out um, in order for something like that to happen. Mm-hmm. I can't find anything online that supports this uh, either. Uh, Hermes se- seeds come from, you know, poser breeders <laughs> and accidents. Um, and they're not uh, more likely to, s- yeah. I'd have to debunk this one. Debunk. Okay, so let's keep going. We're, we're flying through these. I love it. Um, okay, so plants need darkness. Leaving lights on 24 hours a day is going to hurt their growth. What do you think? Oh, this is a this is a good one. This is a good one. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm glad you brought this one up. Uh, I've researched <laughs> I've researched this one a while back, like many years ago, like in, in books and stuff. It's come up as a topic. Oh yes, get that India. I just have one my, myself. Um, you know what light what light cycle do you use first, Pache? I want to know for for, for veg. So I, I shouldn't ask that while you're taking a bong hit. <clears throat> so I start I start for the first two weeks in 24 hours of light, and then when I transplant from the solo cup to the one gallon or to once I transfer out of the solo cup, I then switch them to uh, 18 hours. And uh, of light, six hours of darkness. Okay. Okay. And so um, I use 24 hours of, of light for veg um, 95% of the time. Okay. And I, I've usually used it traditionally to maintain a steady environment, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can do it. Um, and you can also save power, right? If you run 18, 18 and 6. Um, you know, so there's that on the other side. Yeah, twenty five percent of your uh, your power consumption right there. Yeah, so so this one is actually true. Okay, there is science supporting this. Um, mm-hmm. When the lights are on, the the the, the plants photosynthesize uh, a lot and respirate a little. Um, but when they're in darkness, they halt photosynthesis altogether and focus solely on um, respirating. Right. Mm-hmm. And they need to do this to grow efficiently because respirating allows the plants to metabolize um, sugars that are created during photosynthesis photosynthesis into energy, right? Mm -hmm. And then they they use that energy with oxygen and nutrients for power to grow. So it's a key part of the equation here. And, um, you know, and it's true. I hope this doesn't make me a bad grower. (laughs) <laughs> because I do, I do use twenty four um, twenty four hours. It seriously made me reconsider it. Just um, you know, just having to say it out loud in front of people, right? But uh, it's something that I've just gone against the grain, just because it's it has worked for me. I mean, am I going to do that? In my current grow, like legitimately, the vegetative plants that I had that were being prepared to go into my flowering tent, I I, I had cut them down three times prior to putting them into the tent because they had gotten so big wow um so is leaving the lights on gonna hurt the growth for me well no it's not hurting the growth now um but it's a true one i have to say plants do you know really do need darkness and that allows them to 
to do stuff they need to do. So cool. That one's true. All right. So how about uh, number five? You will get more females if you veg for fourteen hours instead of eight hours. Instead of eighteen. Or yes, sorry. What did I say? Eight. Yeah. Instead 18. of eighteen, so you'll get more females if you veg for fourteen hours instead of eighteen hours. Mm-hmm. Of light. Hmm. Yeah, I've read this one before. In that, I've never uh, heard of this. Yeah, in Jorge Cervantes's book, where he talks, he talks about this. Um, he basically is saying that there's a chance that the environment can encourage more females, right? Hmm. If um, if you change some environmental factors, which um, I didn't find science on this one. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't find science on this one. Um, so did he test this correctly? I wonder. I don't know. But he's got tons of experience. Don't get me wrong. He's he's a he is a solid you know experience. He's been growing for thirty years or more. Don't get me wrong. You know, let's get that out there. Um, but is it just something that's based on the West Coast and his experience with his genetics or? You know, isn't it, can can it be reproduced on the East Coast, whatever the case may be? But um, I'm gonna, we're going to have to leave this one open, Pache. Okay. A lot of people are using feminized seeds now, anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good question for breeders out there, right? Oh yeah, I wonder if we have any breeders listening and have some experience with this. Uh, if so, maybe give us a shout. Yeah, like a lot of people get a clone you know clones from people or they get feminized seeds now and stuff like that right so i don't think there's a lot of people that are really popping random seeds that aren't feminized you know but they, mm-hmm. they're the people that would have the experience on this topic so i'm willing to, willing to leave that one open for sure cool okay well what about uh music in the garden increases yield what do you think <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but yeah, i do this one this is my secret sauce oh yeah there yeah absolutely you know this is the first time I've ever told anybody publicly, but yeah, um, I go out of my way to to get music to the plants, and uh, there's actually science that shows that uh, certain plants enjoy sound vibrations on different levels. Classical mm. music, I think, had the best response. Um, so, not so, your Michael Bolton collection. <laughs> no not my michael bolton collection no. hey sorry hey michael if you're listening uh, no hurt feelings brother yeah so not gonna lie i didn't even research this one today to see if it's true or not anymore because uh i'm just happy doing it this way and i don't care uh hmm. but i like the tunes anyway i play rock and roll that's my secret i sing along and everyone is happy and that's what growing is all about for me well um, i tell you i uh i was playing some music i usually play uh, some reggae if i'm uh if i'm in the garden but today I had uh, some Christmas music playing, so it's uh, getting close to that time, and I was putting up some outside Christmas lights on the, uh, the roof of the house. So, yeah, I've been kind of getting into that sort of spirit of the holiday season, and uh, so, yeah, I had some music playing in the garden today as well. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Lots of people talking about this one online anyway, Pache. There's tons of chatter on the topic, but uh, I'm going with, uh, yes, it does. Absolutely. It, if not, it increases my mood while working in the garden. So get the thumbs up for me. Awesome. All right. So what about um, certain nutrients uh, cannot be used for cannabis? You need specifically designed nutrients for, for pot. What do you think? 
<laughs> I love these, man. Where do you get these at? This is awesome. Okay, yeah, so certain nutrients cannot be used for cannabis. You need stuff specifically designed for cannabis. This is a, this is a good one. Uh, this is a great question. This I see lots of people asking this one, uh, and I don't think it's an easy answer, right? There, there are nutrients that are specifically designed for cannabis, yes, but... Uh, it's the same nutrients, you know, the same nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, mm-hmm. uh, that all the other plants need as well, right? The the nutrient schedule is usually the most important part of the of the nutrients that are specifically designed for cannabis. Actually, um, you can use cheap nutrients, uh, but you need to be careful and you need to start slow uh, and f- you know figure out what. Uh, w- what the cannabis plant needs of that specific nutrient that wasn't designed for cannabis. Um, I've used some cheap stuff like that, AKA miracle grow stuff like that. And I've seen others do it. Um, the big thing about the design specifically for cannabis is, is they figured out the proper ratios of, mm-hmm. um, of, you know, nitrogen and phosphorus and potassium. They figured out exactly how much the cannabis plant needs during its growth and and it's communicated to you in the nutrient schedule if if i'm making sense yeah absolutely right? when i use my um diablo nutes and again we're not sponsored here um but i use diablo nutrients uh, i think they're the only ones that are sort of approved in canada um and you know they have a, a veg cycle a transition to bloom and a bloom and you can see how the different ratios are adjusted as you sort of move along your, the life cycle of your plant. Um, and, and they also say, you know, um, feed certain things on off schedule. So, for example, if I feed nutrients today, uh, the next feeding is not going to be nutrients. It's going to be CalMag and Monster Max. You know, and then the next time I mm-hmm. feed, it's going to be nutrients and molasses. Mm-hmm. you know um so yeah that's uh that's so yeah i i would have to debunk this one mm-hmm. right because they're saying certain nutrients cannot be used for cannabis uh, you can you can use you know all plant nutrients it's just you got to use it smartly and efficiently and i think we've talked about that in depth on other podcasts pache i'm sure absolutely and uh so what about this one you don't, and it's funny because this one is sort of hitting home a little bit because um, I, I, I've heard this one quite a lot uh, from inside the house. So you don't have to do anything to the plant. It's a weed plant. It'll just grow. What do you <laughs> that's, think? That's true. Yep. This is so true. I think that, I feel <laughs> this like that's is a, a yes and a yeah. no. <laughs> well, this is such a hard plant to kill right mm-hmm. it really is it, it is a hard plant to kill especially if you're growing in soil um they grow everywhere they grow in ditches right without care right till the end of the season that happens mm-hmm. all the time right um will you get anything good off it well that's, that's the, key, the problem right, right? you you won't um the, the swag right it's ditch weed it's not worth your time or effort right um and while this bro science is technically true, we all know it's simply not worth the time to not do it correctly, right? The plants need momentum and growth and nutrients and a good base of love, right? 
mm-hmm. to make it through flour with a good quality product. So, and that's kind of our goal here, right? To give each and every one of our cannabis army members the information they need to get a home run each time, right? And Absolutely, on a weekly and basis. When when I saw that question, I, it made me think of, you know, like I'd take certain steps that are certainly unnecessary, um, but I do them because I think it'll be a, a benefit, right? I wouldn't do it otherwise. Like for example, uh, you know, I, I may have my water sitting here in the in the garage at uh, twenty three degrees Celsius. And so what I'll do is I'll put it outside until it gets to around 18 or 19 degrees Celsius because it can hold more water. Um, and, you know, you don't have to do that, but I do it because it's it's just a little tiny bit better. And if I do 100 steps and they're all just a little bit better than I could have otherwise, then, I, you know, you end up with a, a, a great quality product. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I know you feel like that's what it's all about. You know, I feel that's what it's all about. It's all about quality always. Um, yeah. Yeah. Any more of these bro sciences left? No, or man. Have that's, we, or that's ha- have we sifted through all the shit? Uh, no, no. That is it, man. Um, although I do want <laughs> to remind people that we are live streaming from Ray's 4x4, uh, 4x4 Smart Grow Tent. Um, so don't forget, stop by anytime, twenty four seven. Check it out. Um, yeah, let them know what you our, think. Uh, yeah, I'm putting up our live feed right back up uh, after this show with the four new mint chocolate chip. Uh, so this will mm-hmm. be exciting again. So stop by and check that out. And Pache, next week is going to be our Christmas special. Yes, I am excited, man! Christmas special. Woo! So gonna have some uh, sociables. Yeah, then then that so and then we'll be taking a small break. So here's the plan for next week. So we're gonna get together. We're gonna have a few. We're gonna have a few sociables, and um, we're gonna gather a list of uh, some of the items that we as home growers would love to see Santa bring us this year. Uh, So this will be fun. We're gonna get together and talk about uh, some ideas that we have and maybe it's something that you can use this year while you're and we figured we'd get it done a little bit early so you have some time uh to let people know that maybe uh getting you some gifts this year so um you all ready for christmas yet but jay dude i am so close i i mean so so close um I just have to. I, I bet you, by the time the first week of December, um, the first of December hits, I'm going to have everything done. Like that's my goal, so I can sort of sit back and just yep. watch everybody else go through the insanity of, uh, of the holiday season. But no, not me, man. I'm going to be enjoying life, uh, relaxing, enjoying my white widow uh, for another uh, couple months, and um, yeah, hoping everybody else out there is having a good holiday season awesome so reminder anybody out there wants to see the trikes off my harvest just stop by our facebook page and uh have a great week everybody uh pache your take home your takeaway your homework for this week is your five items that you wish santa to bring you no i was gonna say homework dude i wasn't paying yeah. attention close enough to have homework no it's homework it's your takeaway five so, products so, five products that you want for Christmas from Santa and why? 
NY. All right. Sounds good. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Okay, everyone. Take care. (laughs) Okay. Bye-bye.